Hey, 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 Tile friends. Welcome back to another Hump Day Financials with Drake Van Hull. How are you doing, Drake? Dude, doing living my best life today, man. Is the snow flying there yet? We still got, we probably got about two inches on the ground. It's been here all week. It's been kind of crazy. Been slipping and sliding all over the roads. <laughs> yeah. I've been getting photos from friends up north and uh, my, of course, my brother and sister live in Minneapolis area, Minnesota. And um, it's, uh, we got our own cold snap down here in Florida. It was 62 this morning. I had, Boy, that's tough I had a car. Oh, I know. I had a car hard on. I put jeans on first time all year. I wore jeans. I was legit shaking in my truck this morning because it was so cold out. It was about 13 degrees and I was literally shivering in my truck as I drove into work. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> so, well, listen, thanks for taking the time out to join us. Um, we're going to talk about some easy math today and yep. kind of, uh, you know, how we can think about our business and keep our mind on our money um, easily, you know, and not make it so complicated that it has to be an issue. I've been thinking a lot about apprentices this week. I've been thinking about the apprentices that I had. I've been thinking about, um, I, I have people reach out to me. I have people reach out to me even from outside of the industry. They say, how can I get into tile? And we talk about apprentices and I'm actually recording a, a, um, a longer video today with some people who have done a very good job of working with government programs and such on developing apprenticeship programs. But I think in our industry, a lot of, a lot of us contractors, we don't know the real cost of the apprentice. Yep. And, and then oftentimes the apprentice leaves early and that's kind of tied to another issue I, f I feel, but, um, or a couple issues could be, but how do we, you know, overall, like if, if you could maybe touch on the apprenticeship question that I have is yeah. if, if I were going to hire an apprentice today, how do I kind of evaluate his return on my investment to him in order to best make it both best for both of us? Yeah, for sure. So a one rule of thumb that I always like to think about is your employee is probably going to cost you one and a half times their hourly rate. Okay. So just kind of, a, it, it's not always perfect, but it's a rule of thumb to kind of go by. So if you're going to hire somebody at 20 bucks an hour, they're probably going to cost you $30 an hour. By the time you end up paying payroll taxes for them, by the time you end up having some, you know, just some, a few other little benefits that you, even if you don't have health insurance and 401ks and stuff, you're going to take them out to lunch and, you know, you're going to have workman's comp on them and you're going to have um, some additional costs in training and, and, and all those things. So just a good rule of thumb is kind of one and a half times. Uh, and, and I think a lot of times, and, and this is kind of where, you know, I, we talk about this episode being kind of a simple math. I think we like to make business more complicated than it really is. Mm -hmm. Like there's something that we feel internally is sexy about that when we're like, it's so hard and it's so difficult when really for the most part, we can make a lot of really, really good decisions on some really, really basic math. Yeah. Right now we got to start from somewhere. And this is again, where I'm going to say, Hey, go get financials. Make sure you're reviewing those on a monthly basis, but they can, they can be a good starting point, but they can really help us do some nice, easy math. Yeah. So one, let's just remember some rule of thumbs. A new employee is going to cost you about one and a half times. You can kind of figure out. So if you know they're going to cost you about 30 bucks an hour, 
Okay, well, what do you want to make? Do you want to make 25%? Well, here's what we're going to do some simple math, right? Yeah. If you want to make 25% of them, you need to charge 25% more than what they cost you. Mind blowing, right? But this is like the simple math. This is where we need to come in. Now, the other things you got to keep in mind is, okay, you have an employee and they have these additional costs for you. But what about, are they going to have a company truck? Are, what other expenses are you now going to incur to kind of produce this income, right? So if you guys remember and kind of want to jump back to some of the other videos we've done where we walk through the profit and loss, um, if you're listening to this and going, oh, I haven't listened to that, pause now, go listen to that one so you can kind of see how we break down the profit and loss. I'll give you a quick rundown. You have your sales, you have your cost of goods sold. Those are the costs that are attributable to those sales. And then you have your operating expenses that you just need to run the business, but you don't necessarily need those expenses to actually produce the job. So there's kind of three sections of your profit and loss. The cost associated with producing a job that cost the goods sold, when we subtract that from our sales, that gives us gross profit, right? So if, if we have a $100 sale and we have $50 in costs that go to produce that sale, we have a 50% gross profit. So kind of a really basic number, simple math here. Again, we're doing easy math. You guys can go look at your financials and kind of calculate some of this out. Really what those costs of goods sold are is it's going to be things like your materials for the job, your labor for the job. And then it's going to be things like the fuel for your truck to drive to the job. It's going to be the uh, small tools that um, you have to buy throughout the year, but you don't necessarily attribute directly to one job. It's going to be things like, you know, just those types of things that maybe aren't direct costs that you don't buy specifically for that job, but you need that, those costs to produce the work. So that's where, you know, we people term the phrase, coin the phrase overhead things like that. It's truly overhead, but things like advertising and office expense, they a lot of times get lumped into overhead. Those are more of your operating expenses down below. So giving you a little rundown of what those kind of are, I want to get back to kind of the easy math. Um, one thing I've been working a lot with my clients lately is helping them to understand without having to dive into their financials each month, um, just giving a small metric to put inside your head. Okay. So if you know that your company is operating at about a 50% gross profit and on average, your other expenses, advertising, office expenses, um, insurance, those types of things that aren't really directly related to a job, but that you need to operate your business. Let's say on average, those are about $5,000 a month. If you are operating at a 50% gross profit, you take $5,000 a month divided by 0.5 or 50%. And that tells you, hey, just to break even, you need to do $10,000 in sales. Mm -hmm. So the joke is, and I was telling Luke this before the podcast started, is uh, we always say how we'll never use algebra when we're freshman or sophomore sitting in algebra class. We just used a little algebra for you guys today. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't make your heads explode. But we want to just, yeah. that simple math is kind of what we're talking about here. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, you know, in this day and age, the simpler we can just break things down and, and by and large, you know, we're helping people get started. We're helping people who are already yours in their business 
to maybe realize, oh, well, we do have some restructuring to do and just to think about mm -hmm. it. And I, I really appreciate your um, emphasis on the education, Drake. I really do. That's why you're here is because you're really interested in educating contractors to, to run their business. And I think that's genius. Mm -hmm. You know, I, yeah. I, I really do. Well, and, and what I always tell everybody is just because you may not love the finances aspect of your business doesn't mean you can fully ever outsource it. You always are going to have, as a business owner, you're going to have to have some component. You're going to have to do something with the finances in your business. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to know how to do debits and credits and prepare tax returns. You don't have to know how to do all that kind of stuff. But you're going to have to utilize that information to help you make decisions. Or you'll never be able to kind of grow to that next step, grow your business. Um, but... It also doesn't have to be this super complex thing that only a select few people know, right? So this is why I come on here. And this is why we talk about money on here, because really it's not this scary, brutal thing that's, you know, this scary monster we can't go look at. We can make it easy and simple to understand. And ultimately, it's just pretty basic math, right? And if we can do some pretty basic math to help us to get a really good understanding, like... If I told you that when you're just starting your business out, if you can understand what your gross profit is and what your average expenses that are not related to a job are each month, you could go each month and go, okay, in that scenario we kind of walked through, if, if your gross profit's 50%, your average costs are 5,000 bucks a month, you need to sell $10,000 a month. If you can have that kind of number gnawing at you in the back of the head, now you know, hey, we need 2,500 bucks a week. Okay, it's Thursday and we've done 400. We're not hitting that goal. We're probably not making money this month, right? Like those are the little tools that you can have without being deep in your QuickBooks or talking to your accountant about where our financials at. I mean, that's a, just a simple little metric. It's not always going to be perfect, but it's a good little metric to kind of sip on and go, okay, where am I at right now? Because yeah. we can all do that very, very basic we know it's Thursday and we're supposed to do 2,500 bucks and we're at 500. We know we're nowhere close and yeah. we either got to really pick it up or we're going to have to pick it up next week. Right. Exactly. And it brings a good point. Like as a tile guy, I mean, that's a, that's a realistic illustration. You're supposed to make $2,500. The business is supposed to bring in $2,500 a week. You do 500, 600, whatever you fall short. There's nothing that says you, you couldn't make it up in, in the next week. It's probably more realistic to make it up in about six, seven weeks and then yep. get yourself back on track, but you'll never know unless you're tracking. One of the exactly. first numbers I started tracking was I, I, I looked at my overall, it was like 200 something. Okay. My first year in business, 200 something revenue. And then I looked at the amount of jobs I did. And I remember it was 50 or 40 jobs. Yep. So I knew that my average job price was $5,000, right? Yep. So I, I thought to myself, I don't want to take on more $5,000 jobs. I'd like to take on less jobs because it's probably like 30 showers and that's a 30 liability. That's a lot of liability. Yeah. And so what I did is I said, I can do 40 jobs, but let me increase the price to 6,000. And so then I had that little easy math and then yep. everybody that called me, if it was a job that was less than $6,000 my interest went lower and lower unless it was only yeah. a day or two. And then my interest went higher and higher. And so now right. I, I had that gauge, like, do, am I really interested in this or do I want to yeah. just wait for a better job? The other cool thing this can do too, is it can help you figure out. So, you know, we're coming to the end of the year here and we're, 
a lot of us are starting to talk 2023. It's not that we're giving up on goals on 2022, but this is just what you do this time of year, right? Sure. You start thinking about what's next year going to be. Okay, let's break this down. Just like what Luke's saying, let's say you guys want to go hit half a million dollars next year. Yeah. Okay, what's that going to take? Again, let's come back to simple math, right? If we do, you know, ten thousand dollar jobs, we're going to need to do five hundred of them, right? Can we do that, right? Can we do five? Well, maybe not, right? So maybe we need to do twenty thousand dollar jobs. We need to do two hundred fifty of them. Can we do one of those a day, right? You can start to break those down and some of those metrics a lot easier. And it's just simple math, right? This is how we project out. Then as we kind of grow, we're building this base foundation. We can add on to this, right? These are so when people talk about KPIs, that's a KPI for you guys. I mean, it's not anything difficult. A KPI can simply be we need to hit $2,500 a week in sales. Did we hit that or did we not? Yes or no. If we didn't hit it, it means we got to do better next month, right? Or next week. I mean, we can keep this stuff really, really basic, but I think a lot of times we want it to be complex because that feels sexy. Um, But there is a lot of growth and a lot of money to be made in the monotonous and just the easy. But a lot of times we stray away from that because it feels like we're not making progress. And a a KPI, again, just for everybody, is a, a key performance indicator yep and 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 you probably have some of those in your business without even knowing it right yeah. like one of your kpis might be um how long is the job going to take right you probably walk into that knowing okay this is probably going to take two days if it takes three days you go that's not a good thing right, right? like that's probably an intuitive one you already have that you're not tracking in any sort of tracker, but you have an idea of how long something's going to take. That's a key performance indicator for you. For you, if you know it takes longer than you expected, that's probably bad. If it's shorter than you expected, that's probably good, right? Like that's how basic these can be. They don't have to be this big sexy formula that you've spent months and months figuring out. It's like little metrics, and what you track gets better. Right. So just taking a little bit of time to think through some of those. Ultimately, we're trying to just simplify the complex. Right. Mm -hmm. Using rounded thousands of dollar numbers. Right. But this math doesn't have to be hard and scary. It can be pretty intuitive for you guys. I like that a lot. And and KPI, you know, key performance indicators. You're right. We have those in our trade. So many of us ignore them, including myself. You, You mentioned timelines. You know, it's it's an eyes are bigger than stomach side sort of thing. I, I always it's we got Turkey Day coming up. I'm I guarantee you I'm gonna overeat because yep. I think I can eat it. I think I can eat it. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to the work, um, and and I did this to my wife's great dismay and frustration over and over. It's a five day job, honey. You know, five eight hour days. You know, seven twelve hour days later, she's like, "Can you? You know, are you are you are you?" Are you looking at the numbers? Are you really looking at the math, Luke? Like, look at it. You, you keep doing this. And, and it's, it's that yep. same old prom. And I, I, I'm not sure, you know, I, I'm in a category of people, um, you know, I mean, I'm an optimist, first of all. So I want to believe in the best case scenario. So maybe when I was 25, I did a shower in five days or whatever. And I want to still believe I can do it in five days. But maybe the layout was different. Maybe I'm older. Maybe I'm slower. You know, maybe I'm using new materials. There's all these different things. So really just all all he's saying is 
like look at the evidence at hand track track your rate because i was talking to somebody the other day and he said the same thing i i i always underestimate the amount of time it's going to take and i said just start yeah. tracking it just start putting mm -hmm. it down and then just start adding more time like you know you got to figure out what what the realistic time is and thankfully math simple math is our friend as long yeah. as we track it and use it for performance indicators hey how'd you do on the field today if we do sports analogy how'd you do well i i ran a bunch of yards i th i threw some touchdowns i did pretty good or you didn't right. and it's all trackable yep exactly and 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 again we don't have to start out with this being like this grand thing. We got to just start somewhere, right? Yeah. So if you don't have any KPIs and you're hearing this now, you go, man, that revenue one per week or per month, that's an easy one. Because we're all probably intuitively thinking about that, right? Maybe your next KPI is, is really starting to track projected versus actual hours on jobs. So we can start to see, is there a disconnect there? Maybe your, your one after that is, you know, <sighs> How do we, how, what's our collections look like? You know, are we collecting within 30 days, right? You, whatever it is, right? You can come up with your own metrics that are important specifically to your business, but they don't have to be these complicated numbers. Again, it's all just simple math, simple math that any of us can do. We can pull out a calculator. We can utilize Excel, anything like that to just calculate these numbers quick for us and start to build that baseline, right? Where are we at? Okay, we're at this. How do we get better than that? Um, that's really that next step in being a business owner is that evaluation of your business, right? Where you're starting to take the time to evaluate what's actually going on. And so all these things are doing is just giving us data, giving us data for us to internally process and go, okay, this is what the data is telling us is current. How do we make changes to get the data to be where we want it to be, right? And that's where we're taking kind of that next step to go, Oh, okay. Well, to become more efficient on jobs, I've been horrible at training my guys. And every time they do this, they're not very good at it, right? So I need to go take half a day on Friday and make sure that they understand how to do this process or we need to document it or whatever it is, right? So that they can understand it. That's going to save us a bunch of time and efficiency. So we're going to be closer to our projected hours or I need to be out selling more because I'm not hitting my projected revenue, right? So maybe I need to increase my advertising spend, or maybe I need to go talk with more people about different jobs. This is where you start to utilize some of this data to actually go make business decisions with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, as always, I appreciate you coming on here, Drake. And um, listen, Tile Money friends, if you like what Drake has to say, you know, he owns a business, Performance Financial LLC, CPA and financial advisor, bookkeeper. Uh, he specializes in contractors, uh, but that wasn't the only reason I, I invited you on and keep inviting you on to the podcast, Drake. You're an educator at, in yep. your heart. You're an educator and, and that's how you see things. You understand podcasting. You understand providing value first. And I really appreciate you coming on here and providing free value for my audience and uh, for, I, I know several people have reached out to you. They've said they've had great conversations and they've had more value there. So thank you a, a lot for contributing to the Tile community. We appreciate it. Well, we're, we're excited to be a part of this too. I mean, you know, for me, this is just fun. You know, I yeah. tell everybody I got the best job in the world because I just get to talk to business owners all day about business. So this is exactly what I like to do. So if you guys really enjoy what you do, 
um, that's really the goal in our lives, right? Is to yeah. enjoy what we're doing. So I don't feel like I work a day in my in my life. So if you guys are out there listening though and go, God, I could kind of use some help, reach out to me. We do a free 30 minute consultation with anybody. We'll ask, we'll answer any questions that you have, we'll kind of walk through what we can do to help you guys out. So if you are sitting out there going, man, I could use some additional help in this area, reach out to us. We're always here. And like Luke said, we I get enjoyment out of the teaching aspect. So if you do have questions, reach out to us. I'm, I'm helping in this group because that's truly what I am passionate about. And so if you guys do have questions, you want to send them to Luke or me or post them in the group, I'm more than willing to kind of help answer and, and provide any insight that we can. So, Right on. All right, Drake. Well, once again, thanks for your time. Tile friends, stay positive out there. Happy hump day. You're almost through the week. Only a few more days. You got this. Um, and, and above all else, please remember to please, please, please stay profitable out there. You're in business. Stay in it. All right.